Life with diabetes has some highs and lows, but just like in a normal life, you can make choices which help to make your life easier, improve your health and well-being. In the Diabetic and Healthy podcast, we show you how to do just that. We're here to help you put your diabetes worries behind so that you can start enjoying life with a sky-high smile on your face. So let's meet our host for today's show. Here's Charlotte. Hello and welcome to the very first Diabetic and Healthy podcast. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. If you do like what you hear, please do hit subscribe so that you never miss a show. My name's Charlotte. I was diagnosed um, as having type 1 diabetes about 14 years ago, and I'm going to be the main host of the show. If you're wondering exactly what Diabetic and Healthy is all about, then I will give you a little overview. In a nutshell, Diabetic and Healthy has been created to make life with diabetes easier. It's about not just living with diabetes, but thriving with it. You really can live a full, happy and healthy life with diabetes and myself along with other members of a team want to teach you how whether you have diabetes yourself or maybe you have a loved one with diabetes and you want to learn more without being baffled with all the usual medical jargon then you are 100% in the right place the shows are going to be covering everything from fitness and healthy eating to mental health and mindfulness It won't just be myself talking. You'll also hear from my co-hosts who include Izzy. Izzy is a highly qualified dietitian who specializes in diabetes and Maggie, who is a qualified counselor. Just to give you a bit of background on me, I'm a fully qualified personal trainer and I went on to do a level four diploma so that I could specialize in working with people with diabetes. I am genuinely passionate about health and fitness and I would love to share my own experiences, challenges, stories, some good, some not so good, as I'm sure that many of you will be able to relate. At the end of this show, I am going to be sharing my email address so that if you would like to share your own diabetes related stories... Or maybe you have some suggestions of subjects that you would like us to cover, then I would love to hear from you. As much as we've obviously planned out our own content and subjects for future shows, Diabetic and Healthy exists to help you. So any ideas are welcome. We're open minded. I really want this to be a safe place where we can all just be honest and no subject is off limits. As much as we're going to be discussing all the positive things you can add to your life to make having diabetes easier, we also want to address some of the challenges that you may have experienced. In future shows, we're going to cover some of the less talked about areas of diabetes, like diabetes denial, burnout, depression, anxiety, and even eating disorders surrounding diabetes, like diabulimia. Personally, I feel that... Having diabetes does often make it feel like I'm being judged, either 
from people that don't know the difference between type one and type two and therefore just assume either I live an unhealthy lifestyle or that I was previously overweight or even just being judged over my food choices. So I definitely think the term bad diabetic should be banned. None of us are bad diabetics. Having diabetes is hard and we shouldn't be judged nor should we judge anyone else on how they manage the condition. We are all just trying our best to get on with life and manage a really challenging condition that we didn't ask for. So let's be kind to one another. There are no bad diabetics. There are just some that may be struggling more than others and that's okay. I want to help. I want you all to know that you're already doing a great job because you're still here. And even just by deciding to listen to this podcast, you're taking a step towards living a healthier life. So well done you for making a start. Whether you're newly diagnosed or maybe you've had diabetes for decades, I'd like to think you should still be able to take something away from each show. Whether it's a a practical tip to help you improve your health or just some peace of mind that you aren't alone in your diabetes challenges, I'll always try to give you something positive to take away with you. Right, well, we can't ignore it's the start of a new year, a new decade, in fact, and I know I am a bit late to be saying it, but happy new year, everybody. As much as I don't really buy into the whole New Year's resolution, new year, new me stuff, I do still get that a new year feels like a good opportunity for a fresh start to make some changes or start something new, especially if you have had a rather indulgent festive period. So let's talk about an obvious one and one that I'm really familiar with being a personal trainer a new fitness regime. I'm going to give my honest opinion on this. We've all seen the quotes and the memes about the gym being rammed in January and then empty in February. And although it's a bit harsh, there is undeniably a large element of truth to it. So in all seriousness, why does this happen? People go in with all the best intentions, but within a month, the gym is raking in membership fees from literally hundreds of people who aren't even using it anymore. And it's because we all try to do too much too soon. Like, sure, be enthusiastic, but nobody can go from couch potato to doing free weight sessions, two box size classes, one spin class every week, just overnight. Or if they can, they certainly can't sustain it. I mean, you're going to pull muscles, you're going to knacker yourself out, you'll probably have heaps of hypos and then feel like a failure and give up. Okay, so I'm being quite dramatic, but you know what I'm saying. What you need to know when it comes to physical exercise is everything counts. You don't have to run marathons to make a difference. It doesn't have to be extreme and it does not have to take up hours of your time. Just making small changes, but being consistent with them is the way to succeed. Whether it is that you want to lose weight or maybe just want to feel fitter and healthier, you can start literally just by increasing your daily activity levels. Just making conscious decisions to move more. My blood sugar levels are at their worst when I'm having a lazy day. 
just by making better decisions, my blood sugars naturally even themselves out and I avoid the dramatic spikes and lows. Okay, so a really easy example of something that you could do. You drive to the supermarket. Naturally, we all take the lazy parking space, i.e. the one closest to the supermarket entrance. Why not increase your step count by simply parking on the other side of the car park? If you have a fitness tracker or a phone that tracks your steps, it's a great way of seeing how much simple changes just like this one can impact your daily step count. Just by being more mindful in your day-to-day life, you can increase your activity level so much. They say it takes three weeks to build a new habit. So just by working on taking more steps for three weeks means that after that, you could be making all these better choices without even consciously thinking about it. So then it's a habit. And then it's time to start working on your next healthy lifestyle change. That might be that you're going to start meal planning or reducing your refined sugar intake or doing a weekly workout, anything. But my point is you're more likely to succeed if you gradually make small, sustainable lifestyle changes rather than going all out in one go and just burning yourself out. And I'm saying this not just because studies have proven that it works, but also from my own personal experiences. Okay, so it might not give you those extreme instant results, but what is the point in these fast results if you can't sustain them? So let's all start by making one small change. Let's increase our step count. To be honest, when you look at the benefits, it should be a no-brainer. So first of all, it helps regulate your blood sugar levels. So any cardiovascular activity helps increase our body's metabolism and the receptor sensitivity to the sugar in our blood. This means that your body then uses glucose more efficiently, which naturally lowers your blood sugar levels. Okay, sorry, so you might not even care about the scientific bit, but the main takeaway from this is just by increasing your daily steps can help you regulate your blood sugar levels. That alone should be enough to do it, but there's more, there's there's loads of benefits. Um, It improves your cardiovascular health. So that means it has a positive impact on your heart, lungs, arteries, and veins. It's known to improve your mood. So there's a really strong link between diabetes and depression and other mental health conditions. Um, That's an area that I am going to cover and talk about in much more detail in future shows. But yeah, literally by increasing your daily steps, it can help reduce stress and make you feel more relaxed. The list goes on. So feel free to look into these benefits further yourself, but it really is a no brainer when you're getting so much benefit from what really is pretty minimum effort. Another reason that making small changes one at a time is the best way to do it. From a diabetes point of view, it's far easier to monitor and make adjustments. If you were to suddenly massively increase your activity levels and drastically change your diet, it's going to affect your blood sugar levels and your insulin requirements substantially. And it'll be hard to know how and when to make adjustments. If you change one thing at a time, it allows you to record any impact it's having on your blood sugar levels, and then you can make your insulin adjustments accordingly. 
Wow. Okay. We are already coming to the end of our first show. Um, If you want to know what to expect from future shows, we are going to be discussing everything you need to know to live a healthy life in terms of fitness and nutrition, from simple fitness tips to great recipes to try out. We're going to be covering behavior change tips so you can break the cycle if you feel you've developed maybe an unhealthy relationship with food or you need to break the habit of yo-yo dieting. And we're also going to be doing some fantastic interviews that you do not want to miss. We're going to take a look at latest diabetes gadgets and apps to see what's worth getting and so much more. So once again, thank you so much for listening. I really do hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. Also, make sure you tell any friends or family about us if you think that this is something that they could benefit from listening to as well. As promised, my email address is charlotte at diabeticandhealthy.com. I would love to hear from you about your own experiences, challenges, um, subjects you'd like us to cover, and also your thoughts on the show so far. So until next time, take care and have a happy and healthy time. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a healthy and happy life continues. Head on over to diabeticandhealthy.com and join the conversation with other diabetics and their families. All the information in this episode is not designed to replace the advice from the health professional team looking after you and your diabetes. Before making any significant lifestyle changes, do consult them with your doctor.